Welcome to Hero Zero Movies, where I sit in a dark room and pretend that I'm talking to you directly about all things action movie related that don't involve dumb superpowers, capes, costumes, or fantasy world settings. It's not like the, not that I don't like those things, but I am sick of them. I don't want to talk about them. Everyone else talks about them. So, uh, welcome to my second edition of this. We're going to talk about the news first. Uh, and first up this week, we have news of Netflix. They have a new thriller movie that is described as Taken meets John Wick. And this is called Lou, L-O-U. Uh, and the first trailer is up. And according to the Netflix press release, it's users that are comparing it to John Wick and Taken, but you can go watch the trailer and decide for yourself. It stars Alison Janney, Janie, I don't know, as a woman trying to forget her past when she's drawn into the hunt for the criminal who kidnapped her neighbor's daughter. So not her daughter for a change, total original spin, it's the neighbor's daughter. So, um, and yes, there is a, she has a dog friend in the trailer. Um, presumably it won't be killed by a Russian gangster um, a la John Wick, because that would be a little bit too much on the nose. So um, we'll wait and see. This could be could be good, could be great, could be terrible, um, but I have high hopes for it. And I'm just pleased in general that Netflix is putting out more non-superhero action movies. Um, next up, also from Netflix, there is a thriller called Atlas coming out. It's got uh, Simu Liu, who's... Shang-Chi um, and Sterling K. Brown and this is about an intelligence analyst who gets stranded on a distant planet and must learn to fight inside a military-grade mech suit which that sounds pretty cool to me like the Martian except with aliens and a mech suit maybe I don't know uh, there aren't too many modern films that have done um, non-anime films that have done good stuff with mech suits so i'm again just glad that netflix is um backing action movies that are original and are not based on comic books so that's good stuff um next up we have jason momoa he is playing a villain in fast x fast 10 i don't know why we're doing roman numerals now x is cooler than 10 maybe who who knows um so our, everyone's favorite started out as a car movie and is now about just ridiculous over-the-top action um he has come out and said that and his villain his character is going to be quote quirky and androgynous end quote don't know what that means um maybe it just means he wears weird clothes Maybe he's just over the top and completely crazy and evil. Uh, who knows? I mean, Jason Momoa has basically played Jason Momoa in every movie we've seen him in so far. At least that I've seen him in. He's just, you know, cool guy, brah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what that actually means for him to be something completely different from that. And how that interacts with Vin Diesel's Dom Toretto and all that other crazy cast of, of people. So maybe this will be just what the franchise needs to, to kind of kick up an even crazier level of action and 
weirdness. So thanks to you, Jason Momoa, for coming out and let us, letting us all know in advance that we can possibly be slightly afraid of that. What else? Okay, so next up, we also have uh, Heist 88 is a uh, movie by Corny B. Vance. And this is going to be a heist film, which is one of my favorite subgenres of, of action movies. I'm a big fan of Heat. I love the town. Uh, and this one is actually based on a one of the largest real heists in American history. Not that it's going to be accurate to that, but it's at least inspired by those events. Um, and it's about a guy named Jeremy Horn, who in 1988 was basically a con man, right? So he was persuasive and he decides, you know, the, the law's closing in on him. He does the cliche one last job. And uh, Jeremy Horn is based on the real life heist uh, mastermind Armand Moore, who was convicted of stealing $69 million from the First National Bank of Chicago and by exploiting the wire transfer system that they used back then, um, which basically Im involves um, conning the young bank employees to do what he wants them to do, right? Um, so this could be interesting. It's, it's probably going to be more drama, tense, thriller, rather than kind of full of action, basically, because, you know, clearly this is about a guy who uh, got his way by talking at you, uh, but still could be definitely worth a watch and maybe has some sort of really good climactic action scene in it. Um, it's one of the most interesting things that, I, that I'm keeping my eye on right now anyway. And the final piece of news that I have for you this week is that the Roadhouse movie um, that was by Patrick Swayze back in the day was kind of a really uh, underrated movie that became a cult classic. Uh, Patrick Swayze played a guy called James Dalton, who was a professional kind of bouncer with a mysterious past, and he ends up working at this club in a new town, and um, he kind of like ends up realizing that this town is controlled by a local businessman who, who's kind of like pulling the strings on all kinds of stuff and Dalton basically goes up against them. The plot is honestly not great but the action in it is very uh, like cool especially for the time and Dalton as a character is, is pretty badass and uh, they are remaking this. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal is playing the the Dalton role and they've just added new cast members this week so we've got Darren Barnett, JD Pardo, Joaquim de Almeida and Kevin Carroll um, so quite the crew there um, and we will see it, it's looking like it's also going to be the debut for Conor McGregor first movie that he would be in so that might be interesting and whether all these guys are <laughs> in it a lot and have interesting characters or whether they're just kind of like henchmen that uh, the jake gyllenhaal is just going to kind of rip through uh, remains to be seen but does this movie need to be remade i really don't think that it does i'm <laughs> not uh i'm pretty pessimistic about this one i don't i don't know how you can Unless you're going to completely change the plot and improve it that way, it's going to be hard to 
improve on the kind of the vibe and the characters and being are they going to set it in their 80s or are they going to set it now i don't think it, it's just not going to be believable in any way shape or form action movies aren't inherently believable right like but even as an action movie to take it even remotely seriously i don't know but are they going to make it into a comedy <sighs> i don't think so so pessimistic about this one i think it's a real hard lift to make this not suck uh, but I wish them all the best. Okay, so uh, next we're going to talk about trailers. And I want to talk about Mission Impossible 7 or Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1, if you want to call it that. Um, and it, because th I know this trailer isn't new, it's been out for three months, but I haven't talked about it yet uh, because I've only been doing this podcast for a week. So there you go. Um, there's some cool things in the trailer. If you like Mission Impossible, this hits on a bunch of beats that you know that you like we've got car chases we've got deserts we've got simon Pegg running instead of tom cruise or as well as tom cruise we've got tom cruise on horseback we've got submarines uh we got all kinds of stuff we got a lot of people returning tom cruise somehow still looks not like an old age pensioner um it, it, yeah we got gunplay we got hand-to-hand -hand combat we got uh doors being ripped off of cars which is always good and we even have you know beautiful scenic shots of various places around the world and running on top of a train a train at one point um <laughs> this looks like it's just gonna be even more mission impossible right oh and it wouldn't be mission impossible if you wasn't top cruise trying to escape in a in a tiny car or a ridiculous car and we've got a tiny yellow car in this one um and we also have a train and actually there's so much in this so we got underwater is covered we've got on top of a train is covered we've got a cliff top thing is covered we've got uh running in the desert covered we've got horses covered we've got motorbike riding off a cliff cover this is this is going to be everything it's like literally doing a fast fast uh fast and furious kind of deal where they're just throwing everything at this one probably because it's going to be the last one right there's going to be a part one presumably there'll be a part two i think tom cruise is kind of throwing everything at this um he's got to feel like he's getting older right maybe he wants to shift to <laughs> not throwing himself off of stuff all of the time for our entertainment um I'm pretty hyped for this. For me, this is John Wick 4 and this are going to be the best movies of 2023. They just are. Um, so <laughs> I can't wait until we see the next trailer. So love this. Just really wanted to talk about it. So that's the first trailer for this week. And next up, I want to talk about something that I'm also pretty excited about on a shorter time frame. Um, it comes out, I believe, the... September the 9th or September 16th, something like that. I'm, I'm confused by the release dates here. It actually has both of those listed as a release date right now. But it is The Woman King. This is a, um, it's billed as a historical, historical epic film about the Agoji, which were a female warrior unit in the Dahomey African Kingdom in the 19th century. So basically, this is where 
when we talk about Amazons, real life Amazons, this is actually kind of what we were referring to. It stars Viola Davis, who is an exceptional actor. Um, and I'm excited to, to see her really head up a project of, of this size. And the, tra the trailer looks pretty badass. Uh, there's lots of, obviously, combat is the main thing here, right? Like, a mass of warriors fighting another mass of warriors. But we get to see some kind of, like, epic African landscapes. And, you know, there's the uh, shots of the foreigners, colonial colonialists coming in and presumably trying to take over um, by force. And if I had to predict, they're probably going to be repelled by force and then manage to win in the end by subterfuge. And this will probably end, well, we know historically how things turned out, right? So that we know it's not going to be a happy ending to this movie. Um, my only fear, really, is that maybe it's light on the action and that all of the good action scenes are in the trailer. And to be honest, there's not too many. There's the official trailer that's out and been out since July. There's a lot of talky-talky parts to the trailer, right? there, And there's some training shots and stuff, right? Uh, the female warrior unit practicing their, their sword play, etc., and chopping a dummy's head off and all like this kind of thing. Um, but uh, there aren't that many clips of actual battles other than the training. So it remains to be seen how action-heavy this is going to be as well, but I think this looks good. I think it could be... Well, Viola Davis is always good, and we just we don't get enough movies about this part of history. Uh, and I'm excited to see it, and I hope it. I hope, do genuinely hope it isn't kind of like just award bait, and that they are actually out to make a really entertaining movie as well as it be really serious. And next up, we have One Way. This is an upcoming action thriller movie that is going to be out in September second. So we just got like a week to wait for this one. Um, this stars Colson Baker, Kevin Bacon, and Travis Fimmel. Um, the main character, Freddy, played by Colson Baker, he's on the run with a bunch of cash after he's ripped off his boss, it seems like. Uh, he's been shot, and he uh, gets on a, a Greyhound bus where he kind of meets this mysterious girl and sees some other creepy people on this bus. Um, and then in the trailer, it looks like he calls his dad for help, his dad being Kevin Bacon. And basically, he's trying to get away successfully with this cash and not die. Um, so, uh, this looks pretty slick. It looks ultra-violent. It's R-rated. Um, it's going to be interesting. Again, it's going to be interesting to see how much action is in this. And whether it's more of a kind of tense thriller than an actual kind of frill ride action movie per se um colson baker the main character being you know basically injured for the entire movie is interesting too it looks like you know he's not going to be it's not going to be one of those movies where you just shake off the being shot thing within five minutes it seems to be he's badly hurt pretty well and that's kind of part of the tension comes from that 
presumably this bus is going to crash at some point. That's kind of the unwritten rule of action movies, right? So we'll see what happens there. But this looks slick. It looks like it's well acted. It looks like everyone's taking it seriously. Uh, and I'm excited to see this when it, when it comes out next week. That's it for trailers that caught my eye this week. Um, and what else have I been watching? So I uh, went back to watch Heat. The 1995 Michael Mann movie, one of my favorite movies of all time, because I purchased the Heat 2 book that is both a prequel and a sequel. So it still has, you know, Neil, spoilers, main character in Heat, played by Robert De Niro. He dies at the end of Heat, but he is still in the Heat 2 story because part of it is the prequel where he's obviously younger version of him it's seven years before he dies and he has kind of a key role to play in that prequel part of the story so i've only just started the book um, i'm a couple couple chapters in uh, but it's it's gripped me right from the off it's kind of a crazy how michael mann knows this world and the backstory of his characters so well that they kind of leap off the page and you you immediately kind of have those characters from the the heat movie in mind while you're reading it um so i'm enjoying i'm loving it so far and i would love to see them make this as a movie or even a series of movies someday i don't know how you get around the fact that you can't really have al pacino and robert de niro in it anymore but that remains to be seen so what else did i watch i watched ambulance and cop shop uh two uh, well ambulance is a decent action movie i enjoyed it but it's not spectacular cop shop i really enjoyed um and i'm i'm planning to do a review of that one too uh came out last year um and stars jared butler and a couple of other people who you will recognize and some people that you won't um i just had a blast i thought it was well written i thought the characters were really interesting that had, actually does have a quirky villain in it so jason momoa maybe you should watch that take note um, but that was really enjoyable. And then the ambulance was just kind of like decent standard. And that's it for this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you are listening to this in September of 2022, you're one of my very first listeners and I really appreciate you. Uh, please like subscribe, give me five stars or whatever on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on. Uh, and if you want, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram or drop me an email at hero0pod at gmail.com. And it's zero spelled out Z-E-R-O, not the numeral zero. Uh, so yeah, I hope you have a good week, and I hope you'll check back in with me next week for more action movie news.